Hello and welcome. I'm Gary Scheib. Thanks for listening in as we continue to talk with leaders in our community. And the real leader in heart health is the American Heart Association. And if I say it's time to go red for women, well, hopefully more of you know what I mean each year. We welcome today Miriam Barnett, a go red ambassador for the American Heart Association, as well as Dr. Marina Jansen, a cardiologist with CHI Franciscan and a go red ambassador herself. Marion and Dr. Jansen, welcome. Thanks for coming in today. Thank you. I'm glad to have you. Um, gosh, if we keep talking about uh, heart health, maybe people will, will figure this out because this is a disease that is, for the most part, preventable, right? And I really want to get into that today because, well, Miriam, you've got your own story to talk about that, yeah, maybe we can prevent some things. And I don't know, I guess we ought to start with some basics. I, I could spend maybe a half hour on doing statistics and facts uh, about women and, and heart disease, but those facts are actually those statistics are people. <laughs> they have names like yourself. So it is kind of important, though. Let's talk about the scope of the problem at first, um, maybe what women don't realize about their heart health. I guess people are still surprised, Dr. Jansen, when they hear that the number one killer of women in America is not any of those cancers we talk about all the time. Right. But it, right. It still remains the heart disease, cardiovascular disease, yeah. and that includes um, mainly heart attacks, strokes, um, heart failure is there too. There is a, a range of many other cardiovascular conditions that women get. Um, so yeah, it definitely um, remains a number one killer. And um, it used to be that, you know, we're all focused and all the studies were mainly done in men. So right. Prevalent, you know, population is actually men. So women are very underrepresented. And then when we realized how big of a, um, you know, um, how many women are affected. And the more and more studies started to come out that include women, and we started to raise awareness, and here we go. We have this powerful movement, Go Red for Women, to raise awareness. Yeah, and so we've got to raise awareness. I mean, how long have we... That's such a weird thing you said. It's always men who's been studied, men who's right, been studied. Right, right, from right. From, I don't know, because men were doctors and men did the research back from the Stone Age when, you know, it was a patriarchal society. But what the heck? Why why did we focus on that for so long? How long has it's, it been since we said, gee, you know what? we got to study women, too. Right. It's been in the last several decades that we okay. started to recognize that, oh, all right, women actually get a lot of disease, too. And it was under-recognized because um, women have very atypical symptoms. And, you know, you know, you used to hear, oh, it's an elephant sitting on my chest. That's a heart attack. <laughs> right. That's very typical. And majority of men will have that kind of symptoms. Women are different. Our anatomy is different. Our vessels are smaller. We have different hormones. We get nausea. Wait a minute. Women have different hormones. <laughs> I'm learning something already. Right. <laughs> Sorry right. to interrupt you. Uh, no, no, but no, you know that's what true. I saw while you were talking was Miriam uh, shaking your head. Yeah, yeah. Um, different <laughs> symptoms. Now you had your own cardiac incident. I Can did. I call it that? Are there classifications of heart disease? Right. Right. Uh, well, you want to tell us about what can start right here? I guess if we want, you had your own trouble, and right. you didn't recognize what you had as the symptoms of what uh, Marina is talking about here. Right. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. Uh, and I wasn't um, involved in the Go Red for Women movement yet. Um, now I very much am so because I'm passionate about helping other women realize 
um, that you really, really have to pay attention to what your body is telling you. And I think another thing um, has women, or I'll just speak for myself, has a woman that we make a lot of excuses because we're busy, we're taking care of a lot of things, if it's kids, family, jobs. And so we just don't even want to um, really admit that maybe something's going wrong. And so that was my story. Uh, I just started having chest pains anytime I would exert myself more than just basically sitting at a desk. So my office is, um, from my office to downtown Tacoma is on a slight incline. I never really realized it till my heart started telling me. <laughs> um, but I would go, I go to many meetings and I was walking back and uh, the very first time I just got really strong pains and I felt like I just really didn't want to keep walking. Uh, so I told myself, well, just slow down. And oh, I know I'm 61 and my dad was 61 when he died of a heart attack. So this is all in my head. It's psychosomatic, oh. which, you know, other people hear that very different. They're like, yeah. oh, my God, your dad died of a heart attack at 61. Like maybe maybe you should have thought differently about that. But, you know, I had to make excuses because that's just where I was at. So um, that went on for I'm. Um, don't even want to tell you. So you ignored that. I did. As, or you, you wanted to rationalize that as something else, yes. thinking about your father. Correct. Oh. Yeah, he died when I was 18, oh. and I was 61, <laughs> and I'm still rationalizing this. It's crazy, I know, but That's not I'm just being honest. Yeah. <laughs> so then I get back. I got back to my office, and you know, I sit at my desk. I'm at my computer, and everything's fine. You know, the, the pain goes away. And I'm like, okay, well... See, so it's it was, all in my head. Yeah, so you thought, well, there is something else. Yeah, just validated my excuse, uh, right? Uh-huh. And so that continued. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell my husband, my coworkers, my kids, my grown kids. I didn't tell anybody that this had happened because I thought it was all in my head. So um, I that went on for about, it's hard to kind of really tell, maybe at least three weeks, I'm going to say, where every time I'd walk up that little incline, I'd have this happen. And then... And I, I told myself, well, you know, I'll, I'll go get that checked out because this is now happening every time I walk up this little hill. There's probably something wrong with your shoes. Ma- maybe that's that, maybe, maybe right. I should just get it checked out. But I was, um, I had a reservation. I had an airplane ticket to go see my daughter in Santa Barbara. And, you know, Santa Barbara is beautiful. Right. I love my daughter. So that was going to be on a Thursday. And I was going to go when I got back. Um, However, that Monday, I, I walked a little bit farther. It was a little bit more strenuous. There were stairs involved. And um, I really felt horrible. And I came, my left arm started hurting. And when I got back to my office, feeling really, really horrible, nauseous, like some of the other things. Right, you, yeah, right. I uh, said to my HR director, whose office is next to mine, I said, you know what? I just don't feel good. And I haven't told anybody, but this is what's happening. And she freaked out. And insisted I go to urgent care, which I, you know, argued with her about because I had things to do. So then she said, well, please just call the urgent care nurse. And so I did after I answered a few emails. (laughs) And she freaked out. And that's the beginning of my journey into open heart surgery. Wow. So it sounds like there's more to that story. There's all this recovery and and diagnosis, et cetera. But uh, Marina Jansen, you're a doctor, a cardiologist. Is, Is her story, I don't know the whole story, typical or unique? I mean, um, do women like, she just said, ah, it's got to be some, I'm busy. I got to do this later. It's not that bad. I don't know, all those things. You know, well, f- for for me, um, I'm seeing a lot of women in my clinic with heart disease. And I, um, 
I, in general, make a make up a picture pretty much immediately after I hear the certain risk factors in the story. And the part that's more or less typical is uh, chest pain going with exertion, plus a family history of pretty, uh, you know, family history of heart disease. Um, it does start ringing a bell, um, definitely. So for uh, the part of the symptoms that's atypical um, is the nausea and the left arm pain. And I don't know what kind of chest pain you had if it was like that elephant sitting on your chest. No, it was something was sharp or something yeah, like it was, that. Yeah. It was more like sharp. A little bit something. more subtle yeah, than so, that. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. So all those those kinds of, you know, combination of I get sweaty, I get short of breath, I get sharp pains here or there. That's not a very typical picture, really. Um, as I was telling you earlier, right, men get this just a tightness like an elephant sitting on your chest and women get this whole range of symptoms. But um, the history and then um, you look at other risk factors, it does start ringing a bell. So I definitely <laughs> see you sooner than, you know, So our symptoms, well, let's keep talking about symptoms yeah. and the yeah. difference between men and women. Um, if you went to the hospital or your doctor and described these, does, does every doctor and hospital know, oh, well, that's heart disease because women have different than men, or do they say, ah, it probably is nausea, you know, what have you been eating lately? I don't know what, does it take longer to to narrow down these days? Maybe you said we've been figuring this out for the last 20 years. You know, thankfully, the awareness for um, heart disease in women and the education has been um, excellent in the last several years. Um, And um, the emergency department doctors, urgent care doctors are very well educated and aware of this atypical range of symptoms. So when women come in with something like that, uh, majority of the times, the first and foremost, the most important thing they look at is the heart disease. They do the blood tests and EKGs and so on. If that old normal, then we say, okay, maybe it's your, you know, acid reflux or okay, something like so that. Okay, so at least on the phone, that urgent care nurse said, yes, get in here right away, right? Right, oh, right. Yeah, good, good. Yeah. And that's what, so that's what that's Go Red for Women is all about. Exactly. Raising awareness is right. the first thing, right? Yes. For everyone, not just mm-hmm. medical professionals. Yeah. yeah. And so Friday, February 1st, there's a week and a half here we got time to talk about this, right? right. National Go, Go red, red for Women. Wear red, right? Yeah. So you're going to, this will be in your reddest wardrobe, <laughs> yes, right? That's right. Outfits, right? Absolutely. The reddest makeup. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about that. Let me jump to that. Okay, so on Friday, February 1st, women will be wearing red. And, right. And that's... If we, if I come into the office uh, and I don't know about this, I'll say, gee, she's wearing red, she's wearing red, he's wearing red. Should I, what's the deal? I'm supposed to ask, why are you guys all wearing red, right? You got to have an answer for him, right, right. Miriam? What are, you, exactly. what are you expected to say here? We're raising, we're raising awareness of heart disease in women and all the different signs and, and how to identify them and just educate yourself and people around you about the risk of heart disease. That's what we're, that's why we're wearing red. And so there are risks, right? I mean, you, your father, you mentioned this, so, but your lifestyle, did you have to change? So now let's go to part two of your yeah. story, okay? Um, there's lifestyle. This is, like I said at the front, this is largely preventable if we know what we're right. doing with our bodies. Right. Right. Uh, what kind of changes did you look into and say, oh, you know what? I should look in my pantry and <laughs> see what I eat Uh-oh. or look, check out my lifestyle. <laughs> She's smiling. I mean, <laughs> well, it's, right. it's actually let's because um, 
I I am I think really in a minority. I've been a vegetarian since I was 15. Oh. I um, have never been overweight. I'm a walker. I um, you know I do have stress in my job, but don't we all? You know, right. So I didn't really fit the mold. And um, there isn't actually a lot I can change. My husband thinks this is completely unfair that this happened to me. Yeah. Like, he's like, you eat so healthy. Even my friends, like, you eat so healthy. Like, why you? But in, in my case, it's completely genetic. Right. And um, so I, I'm just going to continue to do what I do and eat healthy. And um, I'm, a, I'm a walker. I have a Fitbit now because of my heart, uh-huh. uh, my heart problem. And I make sure that I'm getting my steps in and... I'm very devoted to that. But um, even when I was on the table, one of the uh, nurses in the room said, you don't look like you belong here. (laughs) And I said, yeah, thanks. (laughs) Here we are. So we are talking today with Miriam Barnett and Dr. Marina Jansen about the American Heart Association's Go Red for Women campaign, National Go Red for Women Day uh, Friday, February 1st, wear red and get people talking about this. Um, she's talking about that, uh, doctor. Uh, she doesn't look typical, uh, you know, right. but there's things going on on the inside. I mean, when we say know your numbers, you know, um, right. I don't know what, uh, you know, your uh, blood pressure, right, be, right, your cholesterol. Right, right. Uh, what is what, what is cholesterol? And right, what could right. CHI what Francis can know. tell us about? Right, right. <laughs> um, Really, to um, everyone should be watching the numbers, and the ideal numbers would be uh, keeping your blood pressure around 120 over 60, having your uh, bad cholesterol that we're always looking for, that's the one called LDL, in the range of 100 or less. You want to have your BMI, your body mass index, to be less than 25. So if you've got some extra weight, work on losing it. You've got to try to exercise 30 minutes per day, at least five days a week. And um, if any of those numbers are off, which may have been the case with you, Miriam, uh, of unrecognized high cholesterol, and even if the cholesterol is normal, there are other genetic predisposing factors that even without the elevated cholesterol, you can get certain inflammatory conditions or just inflammation inside of the heart vessels that can predispose to that kind of problem. And then the menopause comes into that. There is a certain hormonal changes. Um, um, people who have, women who have rheumatoid arthritis or those who had gestational diabetes during pregnancy. Who would even think that? Okay, I was 20, I had my gestational diabetes, so I had some complications. All those factors come into play. And even totally healthy person like Miriam was can develop those problems if if those numbers are not in check and if some of those risk factors are, you know, somewhere hiding in the history and, you know, we just haven't noticed them until... Something happens, so. Well, tell us about your recovery, uh, uh, Miriam. Um, well, after, as you were on the table, you said you were talking while you're on the table. So, were you thinking well, how was before far they put me out? Yeah. <laughs> so, how as you woke up, let's start yeah. it from there. Mm-hmm. What then? You had to learn all sorts of things. You probably, besides your father's story, like you said, mm-hmm. when you were a teenager, though, that's when you learned that. Right. What did you need to learn about heart health and uh, and your own story and et cetera? 
afterwards and going forward? Now that you're passionate about it, you must have ramped up, I'm guessing. Yeah, well, mostly what I like to tell people is don't be me. <laughs> uh, don't don't ignore Wait, you didn't signs, do anything wrong, though. Right? Well, just pay attention and don't, you know, I think sometimes, too, we don't want to go to the doctor because, you know, if they tell us oh, really nothing's part, wrong, yes. then we feel like, oh, why did I waste my time? Why did I waste their time? But, like, don't think that way. Take care of yourself and listen to your heart because it's it's just telling you what it needs. Um, I personally am in on I'm already on a lot of medications because right, I do have all those yes. signs: high mm-hmm, cholesterol, mm-hmm. I'm diabetic. I'm all genetic. I have every gene that you wish not to have. But regardless, you know, really, really, really pay attention to what your body's telling you, and I just think that is the most important thing. And just don't be stubborn. I was really stubborn, and I was really lucky. Uh, when I asked the doctor in the emergency room if I could still go on my trip, because this is where I still was at, yeah, you know, yeah. in two days. And he's like, no, actually, if you had gotten on that plane, it would have been diverted because you would have had a full-blown heart attack. Wow. So I was really lucky. Um, Close and call, I, huh? Right. Yeah. And I'm really grateful that I have a coworker who, you know, kind of demanded that I do something about right. my situation and that well, I couldn't keep ignoring it. That's nice that you had someone who said, forced you almost to do this because it sounds like maybe women more so than men you're telling me don't want to do that to themselves that I'm running the household I'm running the business I got to look after the kids I got to get them to soccer practice I don't have time for this I mean is that is that a typical thing that women oh oh yeah very much so yep and even um sometimes even you know tests we do come back abnormal and people have hard time believing that's happening um, so yeah, it's uh, the reality that's sometimes hard to comprehend for women just because how busy we are and um, how you know unusual it is as it was thought in the past for a woman to have some heart disease. So. Yeah, this, this self-denial, I think, yep, all, I think men there. have it as well, too. This, this, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. A, you know, guess. I'll do that later. There's nothing wrong just Tends now. Tends to be much worse than women so, now. <laughs> so you're talking about getting people to listen. And, and so um, if people want to get involved, uh, the American Heart Association has some luncheons coming up, right? Yes, so, so absolutely. So tell us about these. There's a couple opportunities in Seattle and the South Sound in Tacoma, right? Right, absolutely. So on March 13th, there is a Go Red for Women luncheon in Tacoma. And on March 21st, there's a Go Red for Women luncheon at the Westin in Seattle. And I'll actually be speaking at that luncheon uh, about my story. So um, that's an, a good opportunity, either one of those luncheons, to learn more and just to be around a sea of red. Because everyone <laughs> right. will be wearing red in support of this campaign and this movement. And what, what it, will people learn? I mean, it's just more opportunity. It's sort of a, a big awareness time, but also kind of a call to action, isn't it? Right, right. It is. Uh, it is mainly to raise awareness, as Miriam is saying, and uh, to learn a little more um, information about heart disease and uh, what resources there are out there. Um, you know, there is, we have a heart.org that you can always go to for tips and tricks. Yeah, heart.org online mm-hmm. is the American Heart Association's yep, website. Yep. and Very they, helpful. Yeah, lots. You're right. It is very helpful. It's a big... A lot com- of information. ...comprehensive about resources. Yep. And resources. Symptoms. All healthy, these things we don't have time to talk about today are all in there. So on. Yep. But even the local, you can find it. You can type in, you know, your like your zip code or find... Right. I think slash and, Puget and, Sound mm-hmm. to get you to our local right, ones. Right. You can probably... 
sign up for the luncheons, the Go Red luncheons online, right? You can do right? that. Right. You can donate. You can um, look up how else you can get involved. The uh, QFC, I believe, is going to have some, um, they're going to gather some donations too um, that will all go to American Heart Association. But yeah, that's where all your information is at. Heart.org. Heart.org. That's easy to remember. Yeah. It got online real (laughs) real easily. Heart.org. And then you can put slash Puget Sound. You can type Go Red for Women on Google. I mean, there's a lot of ways to find it. Go Red for Women. Go Red for Women.org is another website, too, which is also... And linking to that. And you know, I can't wait for February 1st to see so much red around <laughs> right. town, right? Right. Um, so let's talk about risk reduction. I mean, mm-hmm. if you see people uh, every day, I'm mm-hmm. assuming, yep. as a cardiologist. Yep. Uh, yep. What are the, are there easy tips or is it really, you got to change your lifestyle starting today? Is it, I mean, there's cold turkey, they say, in smoking, right? Right. Um, do you have to do that with your heart? Do you Can you ease into habit? Ch- I mean, lifelong you know, habit changes are, are rough, you know? Right. So, and we're talking, if we're talking about pure prevention, like how to prevent to have a, from having a heart attack or stroke, yeah, we can absolutely ease into it. You absolutely don't have to do those hardcore things like quit cold turkey and just all of a sudden, a lot of patients just can't quit cold turkey. Smoking has been for decades a problem for for the person, for example, and it will take a little while. And it's important for over a period of the next several years. We're not talking that if you don't quit smoking today, you'll have a heart attack tomorrow. So we'll slowly work work on it. We'll, uh, we'll be checking the cholesterol. We'll be checking the blood pressure numbers. We will be um, making sure they're not diabetic and making sure they're exercising. I always pay um, uh, uh, a lot of um, attention to patients' diet because nowadays the ketogenic diet is becoming a huge, uh, you know, um, very popular. It's, it's huge, and the mortality is huge from that too. It's uh, one third of people die from heart attack and stroke who are on long-term ketogenic diet. So there are a lot of things I pay attention to when I talk with patients. So you've got to eat healthy, plant-based diet, vegetarian food is the best. Mediterranean is what they, uh, what what we um, recommend nowadays. So the more you can cut on the saturated fat, on sugars and the red meat, the better. So there is a lot that goes into the prevention, and we ease into it. And we, um, I see patients on follow-ups, and we assess the progress and go from there. And there is another group of patients who already had a heart attack, who had a stroke, and that's where we go. You know, we've got to quit smoking within the next month or two, and that's where we are really working hard on getting the diabetic numbers, the blood pressures numbers, the cholesterol numbers uh, down as aggressively as possible. So there's this two types of population we work with. Miriam, anything to add after listening to the doctor talk about uh, <laughs> lifestyle changes? Uh, well, I, I just want to add that it's okay to manage your own stress and take care of yourself. You know, we, we focus so much on others, I think especially as women, and we really need to give ourselves permission that we matter. And it's okay to take the time for ourselves. And, you know, exercising takes time. And so sometimes we have that excuse not to do it. 
but it it really is very, very important and make the time for yourself. Yeah, I wonder, I think that part of women is different that for some reason this culture still is man-oriented about exercising and, you know, I go to the gym, I'm a man, and women, there's still something like, well, I'll take a walk with the dog maybe, but I have to do the dishes or I have to do the laundry because my husband won't do it, and et cetera, et cetera. I think that's still part of this culture, isn't it? Yeah, and I've noticed that um, what works is, you know, I have, um, you know, uh, even I've noticed for myself, like I say I'm signed up for yoga classes, right? And so and if I don't make myself uh, disciplined, so every day, no matter what, like 7 p.m., you go for a half hour to a class. If you'll make it, well, yeah, I'll try to do it this many days per week. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> so you've got to be really disciplined in that regard. Yep, exercises yeah. are hard. We are talking to Miriam Barnett from the Go Red for Women uh, campaign this year and Dr. Marina Jansen. She's a cardiologist. We're talking about raising awareness to fight heart disease. Uh, it's not just wearing red. It's living a healthy lifestyle, spreading that message. That's what we're really talking about, right? We're going to run out of time uh, here before too long. What do you want to make sure people hear about uh, the American Heart Association, Go Red, or heart health, or cardiac care, whatever you, phrase you like to use? I don't know. What, uh, as you sum up here, uh, Miriam, what do you think? Well, I would just say I'm really grateful to the American Heart Association and the Go Red for Women movement because I think education makes all the difference. And they're the right agency to do it, and they're doing it. And they're not shying away from it. They're going at it strong. And that's what we need. We need the awareness. We need the education. And so I'm very grateful to the American Heart Association and Go Red for Women and proud to be an ambassador. Yeah, and uh, we should say, again, the luncheons that are coming up so people can attend these are coming up in Tacoma and Seattle. March 13th and March 21st, and people get to see your face. They don't just get to hear your beautiful voice. Uh, get to see you up on stage. Are you yes. going to go up on a stage, right, and talk in Correct. front of people? No problem. You're talking no to problem. thousands. <laughs> yeah. You're talking to thousands right now, so a few hundred, that's nothing. I'm honored to do it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dr. Maria, uh, Marina Jensen, um, we're going to run out of time. What did we forget to say? What, what do you like to tell people most importantly in the next couple of minutes uh, before we wrap this up? Know your numbers. Know your numbers, know yeah. Know your numbers. Um, see your doctor. Make sure all of these numbers are within normal limits and do your best with the diet and exercise. Yeah. And and pay attention to you. I mean, exactly. this is what uh, yep, exactly. Miriam will sort of Don't ignore Three weeks. Symptoms. I mean, come on. Three weeks, you can't ignore a heart. I know. <laughs> yep. hard for you three. actually can. Don't do it. No, oh. <laughs> right. Oh, that's right. You don't, be, don't do it. Don't be me. That's, <laughs> right. I can't thank you guys so much. We are out of time right now. Thanks for coming in. I really appreciate the time and gosh, yeah. sharing your story. I mean, I'm so glad you're here with us uh, yeah. uh, to share that story. Uh, Go Red for Women Friday. It's February 1st. Wear red around the office to work, to the park, to the store, and and tell people, hey, pay attention to your numbers. I, I like right. that. Know your numbers. And men can wear, wear red, too, and support. All right. Right, right. All right. Uh, we have, thank you guys so much. Um, uh, yeah, we have you, been talking to ambassadors for the American Heart Association's Go Red for Women campaign, uh, Miriam Barnett and Dr. Marina Jansen, a uh, cardiologist with CHI Franciscan. Thank you guys so much for coming in today. And thanks to uh, Go Red for Women and the American Heart Association and what it's doing to fight heart disease and stroke. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am Gary Scheib. Thanks for listening. We hope you've learned something new. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference in our community.